Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Michael Cosimini. I am the digital media editor here at Academic Pediatrics. I'm excited to be bringing you another episode for January of 2024. Welcome to 2024, everybody. Um, today, I am talking to Dr. Terry Kind, who is the editor of the In the Moment section at Academic Peds, and we are going to start regularly releasing those in the podcast. So I'm very excited to have her here today to introduce um, what we're going to be doing on a regular basis going forward. Dr. Kind, thank you so much for taking the time. So happy to be here with you. So we're going to, everyone's going to be hearing a lot of in the moment from us. So I was hoping if you could just briefly tell us what is the in the moment section at Academic Peds? Yeah, it's my favorite part of the journal. <laughs> in the moments, the personal narrative section of academic pediatrics. So what we do here is we share your stories. We share authors' experiences with patients or experiences being a patient, the influences of, of mentors, the impact of policy and societal events, and basically the relationship of the author's work in pediatrics to their lives and the lives of others. And uh, what these narratives do is they allow the reader to make connections to larger themes through the story itself. So the the readers are connecting with these narratives. Like, what are you hoping that our our readers from the from the written form or our listeners from the audio form? What are you hoping that our our listeners and readers are going to take away from these segments? Yeah, I think what's what um, I hope happens is that we recognize stories bring us closer together and basically allow us to make sense of the world around us. So I hope readers or listeners are really experiencing the power of stories to move us. Maybe it gives readers and listeners a moment to pause and and think about how the story they're reading or hearing might relate to their own experiences or or possibly not relate to their own experiences so that they can then grow or 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 be moved by kind of peering into what the author has shared in that story. Yeah, I've had the opportunity to listen to the first handful of these that are going to be coming out. And I think there's there's like so much um, reflection that comes from listening to these pieces. And they're they're really quite they're all they're all very different and they're all very moving in kind of their own different ways. So I'm excited to share them. Why why do you think people take the time to write these? Why do why do people do these? Oh, that's a good question. I think there's probably a range of reasons. Some some people, some authors, they've they've developed a habit of writing to kind of process their their days and their thoughts and kind of make sense of what's going on and and they decide to develop uh, uh, whatever they've jotted or, or they develop a piece further to share in this kind of academic forum. There are probably others who maybe just for the first time are putting pen to paper because of something they saw or heard, some moment, something that gave them joy or or maybe concerned them. And um, I find it interesting. Some people write about something that happened quite a long time ago, perhaps because it it kind of stuck with them in, in their mind or their heart over, over many, many years. And now there's something that newly sparked them to write about it, or or now they're identifying the meaning that 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 experience had for them. Also, in a way, it it can be an opportunity to to get feedback about one's writing through through the submission process. 
Now, before we recorded this, you sent me this this excellent piece, Stories That Work, that um, that kind of describes well, the role of narrative and a lot, a lot of interesting things about this. One thing that really stuck out to me is they they address some issues of risk of using stories to communicate. And um, I'm curious if you'd want to share a little bit about that for our listeners. Like, what is the risk of using narrative? Oh, sure. And um, I want to attribute that to my predecessor in this role and someone who's been sort of a mentor to me, Anjali Jane. And um, so thinking about risks to using narratives, well, one risk would be sharing something, some story that's not really authentically that that person's to share. Um, and in thinking about that, toward that end, we do require that any author obtains permission where applicable um, or or would modify some potentially identifying details in an attempt to protect, let's say, patients' privacies. Um, and, uh, and thinking further about risks, we also aim for the authors to be generous to whom they're writing about. That's something um, Dr. Jane mentioned in her piece. Um, stories that work. And, uh, you know, thinking deeply about this, we in medicine are, are afforded a special privileged view of people, um, our patients' lives, our colleagues, and uh, we have to be responsible with that. I, I guess if I'm thinking about more risks um, to balance um, what is... Um, so overwhelmingly favorable about sharing stories, but another Hmm. risk might be um, in the realm of kind of the vulnerability it takes to make for a moving um, deep story, Um, even if it's brief like these in the moment pieces are. So the more more vulnerable and true to the issue or the conflict experiences via a narrative arc, the more, the more potential risk, um, and I, I wonder if that's why some authors kind of sit on their stories for a while, sometimes even decades before they actually submit them. Yeah, I came out reading that thinking this is just a really powerful tool, right? So like it's a, it's a powerful tool to move people to communicate ideas and it just requires a little bit of responsibility, right? It's, it's really interesting. Definitely. But, uh, one of the, one of the examples in that piece was just, you know, stories about parents who attributed their children's autism to vaccines and how that has motivated so many different people to not get vaccinated and how we can be so convinced by a story or an anecdote and whether it's true or not, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, there's story and data and, um, we want to use, um, and and stories loom large in in people's lives and make can make sense of the data but as as you noted we we want to use them responsibly so how long have you been editing this section oh i'd say um time flies but i, I think it's been about almost 5 years now maybe 4 or 5 years so in that time is there like themes you've see, seen are there like major What's in the heads of of academic pediatricians right now? What are we What are we thinking about? As as you can tell from our stories, 
Oh, yeah, a whole range of things. But um, I guess as we all went through the COVID pandemic, that loomed large in our lives. And 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 it did shape a lot of the stories um, we received. Um, and other themes I've seen is, it's like when the physician comes to realize the impact, either favorably or unfavorably, that something they did or said had on on someone else, like whether on a learner or a mentee or um, often a patient or a colleague. And I, I've also, I've definitely seen people writing about themselves or or a family member um, becoming a patient and and kind of straddling their own background as a as a physician and as a parent at times, or as a physician and a patient at times. And um, let's see other key things. I mean, we've certainly had authors share their stories experiencing racism um, and other powerful stories centered around um, reducing the inequities that the that the authors, the pediatricians have, have seen in the world around them. And as the editor, I'm sure people are sort of seeking you out for guidance when they're doing this kind of work, either for our journal or for, you know, lots of other journals are, are publishing pieces like this now. Um, are there pieces of advice you give to like trainees or colleagues that that want to get into writing in this, in this oh, fashion? Oh, yeah. That's fun for me. I mean, I'm always happy to kind of be shown or, you know, to see what has prompted someone to write and they send, they share something with me um, or talk it over with me. Um, and, and that's actually probably my main advice is write about what, um, what move, what moves you. Um, myself, I, I carry around a pen and like a 99 cent notepad. Uh, though sometimes I use my, my phone notes app to, uh, to jot my thoughts throughout the days and weeks. And one, um, but sort of back to your question, I'm thinking about one common issue is, if the story is really just only a tiny snippet as a jumping off point for more of what would be like a position paper or call to action or a reference perspective piece, and that can certainly work in some settings, but uh, really a, a strong story will, will show rather than tell the writer um, what to feel or, you know, how they, how they should feel. Often people use a lot of academic or scholarly medical language or a bunch of references because that's how they they may be used to writing and publishing in academic journals but you know for these in the moment stories we want the story itself to do most of that um and uh let's see other other issues that come up sometimes it's too generic there's not the rich detail that draws the reader in and um the right right from the beginning if we can if the writer can kind of start right off with something that makes the reader or listener want to hear or read more, you know, maybe it's some compelling details to set the stage instead of starting with some drier background or starting with some kind of position that they're framing to take. But, you know, I think the main advice is to be authentic to the experience, which, uh, you know what, I think um, Miriam, the Merriam-Webster word of the year last year was authenticity. We'll see what, what happens in 2024. The distinction between like this and an, a piece that's really designed to make a specific argument or a piece that's designed to like review the literature is kind of an interesting one to me. I mean, it's like a different way of writing, but 
do these in the moment pieces have like a core message or are we like the reader supposed to make up our own message for them? Oh, that's a great question. I think it is in the eye or ear of the, you know, the reader, the listener. I mean, the, the author will have a reason to try to convey through a story something, but it could be received in any number of ways. So, um, I don't know if there's one overarching thing other than to recognize that people interacting with people in this, in this field and others will have a lot of, um, moments, a lot of rich experiences. And, um, I think that's what helps us both make meaning of our lives and our careers and kind of sustain a, a, a career over, over time. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about this, and I'm very excited and appreciate you connecting me with all these authors to to share these pieces. Is there anything else you'd want people to take away from this, or someone who's going to be listening to a, a bunch of a bunch of narratives coming forward? Anything else they sh- they should be thinking about before they do that? Oh, I just hope it's a um, a a a, poign- a poignant, maybe maybe a light or a deep pause in in somebody's day to to take a listen. I'm so glad to have you um, sharing these pieces in this way. So thank you.